The following has been paid for by the Rage You Nerds. Welcome to Rage You Nerds. I am Mr. Cack, and I am joined by Jared. And Travis, but we call him TJ. So TJ texted me this morning, actually. Um, one more nerd headline here, yeah. and uh, this is a, a kind of a niche role. Uh, Cliff Simon, if you watch Stargate SG-1, he was the actor who played Ball. Um, he, uh, he had a kiteboarding accident, and he is no longer with us. No. And uh, so all of you Stargate fans out there, ball the last of the gold. Uh, but uh, rest in peace, Cliff Simon, uh, who is such a great actor and brought so, so much to that show from a go-old perspective. You know, you had so many of the go-old. If you're not familiar with Stargate, all this is going to sound really stupid. <laughs> if you love Stargate, you understand how kind of this hits home. You know, like he was kind of the one that hung in there. They kept finding parts for him, and he kept he kept making you laugh. He was the one guy you were like, ah, I hope they kill him, but I hope they don't. And uh, yeah, so he was um, the one you didn't ever want to die. He made the like right. He brought a yes. personality to this alien race that they've been fighting for seven, eight seasons. You know. Yes, and when you sent me that this morning, it was very much, and this is going to sound goofy. But it was very much when I heard uh, very much similar. The feeling I had was very much similar to when I when I heard that uh, Harold Ramis had passed. It was kind of like, yeah. damn, you know, it's like that 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 kind of that, that that hits hard. So uh, uh, rest in peace, ball. Uh, anyways, that's all I had as far as nerd headlines. Yeah. T's and peace. T's and peace for Simon. Uh, I just pulled up his Tease. filmography uh, and like the thing that I think he should receive a lot of credit for is he was in Nash Bridges. His character name for the episode that he was in Nash Bridges was <laughs> Dirk Vander goes like that. For whatever reason, that name just, I love that name. So you know, I don't know if he was British, but he did a great South like, African. He was South, South African. African. Okay. I was going to say he was a, so, so one of his more uh, recent works was he was on the Americans, a show that was on FX about, yes, you know, a family of sleeper, sleeper agents uh and he yeah. was a Mossad agent so uh, i imagine yeah he's probably got somewhere in there where he can bounce around his uh not only his visual appeal but he can bounce around his uh accent to kind of cover a yes. broad range he did a great british accent though gosh he was in castle and uh, he was in uh, castle in yeah. cis both los angeles and new orleans i didn't watch any of those because it's not the original that's true. It's not, but I like Los Angeles. It's got. Uh, I kind of want to watch Project. Continuum. You know, I watched Continuum, Continuum the other day. No, it know. was Arc of Truth. I'm sorry, Arc of Truth. I need to. Watch I mean, Continuum they they did. They had such a huge story arc on Stargate with him and his character. Like, you know, he cloned himself, so there were several balls in in the around in the universe, and <laughs> balls. You know, they they made so much. And he died on my birthday too. That. Oh. That stings. Damn. Yeah, that was. That 
Was that yesterday? I thought you texted me that today. I texted you this morning because I saw the news of it this morning, but it, oh, it, he died okay, on March okay. 9th. So. All right, all right. Spoiler alert. Damn, TJ. Happy birthday, oh, TJ. Happy birthday, TJ. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Hey, TJ, he's 604. Bad, bad transition. You know, not a great transition. Not a strong transition. Not, not, not very right. good. Not very uh, good. You know, I'm, 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 you know, close to 50 now, so... Uh, <laughs> Okay, here here's the thing. I think I'm closer to 50 than I am to 25. Ugh. Okay, yeah, yeah, Ugh. that's fair. Ugh. So, Ugh. gives you a little bit of a range there, huh? Yeah. Dinosaur. Well, okay, so we're just bad transitions all around. Uh, but happy birthday, <laughs> okay. TJ. Happy birthday, TJ. But, I mean, I guess this is kind of a transition. So, TJ, for your birthday... You Yo. picked you picked us a movie and we watched it. Oh well, I saw it on Netflix and it was free. It was free on Netflix, so I was like, you know what? I haven't seen this, so that I, one. you know, <laughs> yeah, they had that one. It, it literally was. Let's see. So it's like it's like when you reach into a deck. It's like when you reach into a deck of cards and you pull out like the two of clubs. That's what this is. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> you're trying to play high card. You pull the two of clubs. And for for those of you watching, you think we're kidding? Just wait. All right, so yeah. let's let's try let's try this song for our tail of the tape. Here we go. All right, here we go. Well, if it plays, is it playing? Do I just not hear it? No. Nope. Oh, it's a Don't slow. It. It's a slow burn. Wait, 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 wait for it. While we wait, this is a perfect time to introduce our sponsor for tonight's show. It is. 99 apples. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to go get my, my beer out of the fridge for this. Oh, here, here we go. Here we All go. right, our tell of the tape. Ah! Mad Max, released April 12th, 1979. Director George Miller, distributor Roadshow Films in Australia, WB International, and American International Pictures. American for, <laughs> for all of it. Uh, the stars, literally it stars no one that anyone knows. Uh, Mel Gibson was so unknown at this point that it wasn't until later on that the actual artwork for it finally started including with Mel Gibson. <clears throat> Not starring Mel Gibson, just with Mel Gibson. You can see on the picture here, it has no other stars. It just says with Mel Gibson. So there you go. Runtime, 93 minutes. Budget, 350000 or 400000 in Australian. Uh, box office, $100 million in American. Uh, awards. Previously, this film was the Guinness World Record holder for most profitable film. Uh, that has Holy now shit. been overtaken a couple times since then, but for a long while, it held the title. I think until like the 90s is when it got overpassed. Um, Rotten Tomatoes, 90%. Google users, 87% what? liked. IMDb, 6.9 out of 10. Wow. Well, we're going to tell you why in just a minute. Mad Max. <laughs> So one thing before we get started, I will say that I have seen this and I've seen it in the past and it made me want to watch Mad Max 2, which was the Road Warrior released in America and be on Thunderdome, which I've seen and is a good movie because I was I was watching this and I'm just going to get this out of the way right now. And then TJ, I'm going to let you have the floor. I don't remember this movie being as crappy as it was. Amen to that, sir. Amen to that. <clears throat> Let me which, get my which uh, so to preface everyone over here. To preface people listening, this was TJ, correct? This was your first time in in the full context of watching this film to actually sit down and watch this film. 
I have not seen a single Mad Max movie all the way through. Okay. Until this one. And I wish I had. <laughs> and, and now you want to hang yourself. <laughs> so, so my first note, obviously, is a young Mel Gibson. Yep. Um, and I mean, when I say young, I mean, like, I don't remember being that young. <laughs> like, I mean, this guy looks like he's, he's straight 20, out of he's high He's 21 school. years old. No, because he, he's born in 56, so <laughs> this movie in 79, so he's, I mean, he's, you know, he's he's really just like, and he's, he's 21 years old in this movie. You know, you don't, yeah. <laughs> you don't think about that. You think of Mel Gibson, you think of the Patriot and Braveheart, you don't think of, I mean, even the Lethal Weapon, he looks older than this. The second thing is, is this was uh, directed by George Miller, right? That's his Great, name? Yes. Yep. I want you to keep in mind that this is also the person who wrote and directed Happy Feet. Oh wow! <laughs> I want you to. I want you to. And I think he, he. I think he also. I think he directed, or he wrote Babe, and wrote and directed Babe to Pig in the oh, City. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I want you to keep yeah. that in mind. And I want to say he also was part of. <laughs> I want to say he – you remember the, the – there was originally supposed to be a Justice League movie like back in the 90s that just kind of fell mm -hmm. through? Yeah. I think this was George Miller. I think that was him. I'm not 100% sure. Um, not even – I'm going to have to look that up to be sure. <clears throat> yep. Okay. Well, well. It's called Justice League Mortal. Ooh, fancy. Mortal. Yeah. Mortal. Cack, if you can find like a, an image or something on on the Googles and put it up there, I mean, you can. Is that is that one? Is that the one that Nick Cage was supposed to be Superman? No, I don't think it was Nick Cage. They had like a whole cast. Like I think Superman would have been Hispanic. Um. El hombre yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's one that even you look at the cast and you go, no, no way. <laughs> Real quick, speaking of Spanish, before we continue the notes, I because I didn't, I didn't have any title things, so like I wrote my notes in Spanish on the top of the like for which movie it was. <laughs> I don't, I, I, that's all that you said that because <laughs> El Max de Furioso. And El Hombre <laughs> Coriander, which is the man who runs. Anyways, go ahead, TJ. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to steal the spotlight with my insane knowledge of the Hispanic language, which I had to Google to get right. <laughs> well, you remember that, uh, you know, that time it rained really hard. Like, and like tonight. it looks like there was a river running from the cemetery down to your house. And I had to oh, yeah, had to yes, had to call my uh, my roommate, my college roommate, who's from Mexico City, and be like, "Hey, man, how do you say River of the Dead' in Spanish?" <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> anyway, and he's like, "That's a weird thing to call about." about. <laughs> oh Mad yes, Max. I'm sorry. Mad I was Max. trying to I was yes, trying to Mad talk Max. about something more entertaining than this movie. <laughs> and there it is. <laughs> Dang, and coming back around to it. <laughs> TJ had a or Jared had a river in his yard once. That was more entertaining than Mad Max. Y'all are ruthless. Oh yeah, this is bad. You so haven't even got to my notes. You haven't oh, even got gosh. to my notes yet. 
So, I mean, even like looking at the the description of this movie, like it always says something about it's a post-apocalyptic world. It's a post-apocalyptic this, post-apocalyptic that. I'm like, if it's post-apocalyptic, why are there cops? Highway cops. I've got an answer for you, Travis. So so I was started looking into it. I'm like, okay, well, maybe dystopian is a better term for it because I think I saw one reviewer is like, it's a dystopian Australia. But so, I mean, you know, the whole time, you know, the whole time I'm watching this, I'm thinking post-apocalyptic, post-apocalyptic. You know, there's a modern diner in post-apocalyptic times. Um, yeah, man, it's just so, so I right just quick, could not just wrap to, my head around how this was supposed to be post-apocalyptic. Just to interject right quick. So there is an answer for that. George Miller didn't want this to be post-apocalyptic. I don't know what time frame he was wanting to set this in. Uh, but once he started shooting it with his meager budget, uh, he decided, well, we're using buildings that look like crap because we're in Australia. Uh, let's just slap a title card on the front that says post-apocalyptic near future. Uh, so that's how they that's how they that justified sense. That's how they justified how unkept and run down some of the buildings used in the shots were. Uh, and that's just because, yeah. like, that's not post-apocalyptic. That's, that's not dystopian. That's pre-apocalyptic Detroit. I that, mean, it's... yes. I, when I saw this, I thought, <laughs> I thought this is more like this is lesser than like RoboCop's dystopian future. Like, uh, yeah. Like this feels more in line of that than where Mad Max Two it literally becomes post-apocalyptic. Um, yeah, and that's kind of the thing that I was like, I was like, where is the jump between this and Mad Max Two? A title what card. What happens? <laughs> a title card. A title card. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I mean, obviously. So I mean, this is one of my things is you know they obviously there's a lot of things that it just kind of looks like they they ripped from other movies, TV shows, you know, uh, Mel Gibson's shocked face whenever he sees like his burnt up friend. I don't know if you, that's, that's like straight out of the Twilight Zone, which, by the way, George Miller also directed. Um, <laughs> I did a little bit of work. All right. George what, Miller. What's, what, what, what's, but, what you got? What you got, DJ? Uh, the opening scene is just Fast and the Furious. Um, I said somewhat of the same thing. Yeah, the car chase, just Fast and the Furious. That's all it is. This is, I mean, that's the only vibe I got from it. Like, it wasn't anything entertaining. It's just like, and by the way, the uh, Night Rider, I guess is his name. Like, I swear I worked with that guy at the turkey plant. <laughs> I mean, he looked exactly the same. I know the man you're talking about. I, I just like that he was quoting ACDC and like, ACDC is the song of the apocalyptic future. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't it seem like that. And like any post-apocalyptic thing, there's like Highway to Hell or Hell's Bells or something. It's just something. <clears throat> ACDC. The modern in- world ended 20 years ago. Now let me read this passage, like this passage from Black Sabbath's <laughs> latest single. <laughs> and now a passage from the book. Second ACDC ends 432. Shoot to thrill. Obviously, but thou play to kill. <laughs> obviously, you know, this movie is low budget. The acting is not good in it. Um... There's one guy, one of the, I, I, this is okay. So like, I don't know what they're called. Like I can't remember and I didn't really care. Um, <laughs> but I just put the bad biker dudes. <laughs> like I don't know if they have like a gang name or something. Uh, like I, don't, I, I don't never heard it. Rider because they did. I, yeah. I don't, I don't think they ever had an established <laughs> name, but I think one of the police officers referred to them as like, 
like scooter jockeys or something like that earlier. So I didn't know if that was like, like that. Yeah. I didn't know if that was an Australian term for people that are in a motorcycle club or if that's just like what their name of their group is. So I, I didn't think too far into it, honestly. So the guy that, that rides like with the silver helmet, um, Bubba. it looks like he's like the second. Yeah. Bubba. Um, or Baba as the, Baba. <laughs> as uh, Baba. The, the main bad biker dude calls him. Toe cutter. Tell me that guy. Tell me that guy does not look like Liev Schreiber. He does. Yeah. He does. I had to Google it because I was like, <clears throat> Liev Schreiber's in this movie? <laughs> I'm not Holy crap. sure that's him no, or not. it's not. His name is Jeff Perry. Oh. Yeah. Well, well, TJ, if you thought some of the, the gang members' acting was bad, I've got some news for you. Those weren't actors. <laughs> like, actual motorcycle gangs were brought in because of low budget it not was. Just... This is just like not even it's the acting all around. Like Mel Gibson's probably yeah, about the only true. one that actually could act. Well, he's the only one that went on to do anything outside of Australia out of this whole group, too. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's kind of the other thing is like I was thinking, I was like, man, this is this is a prequel to Lethal Weapon. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> I mean, you know, Riggs like lost his wife. Max lost oh. his wife. It's all connected. I'm like, so can you not make this like a prequel to Lethal Weapon in some way? I mean, it's... They're both cops. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it all makes Do too you much really want to jump? Do you want to? Oh, um, hang on, hang on. Let's see. Can I do it in an Aussie accent? No, I'm not going to try it. Oh, all the cops look like singers from Judas Priest tribute bands. It's fair. <laughs> it's fun to say it though. <laughs> Only one of them was wearing real leather outfit, and that was Goose. Goose. <laughs> oh. oh, all right, TJ, keep going. All right, I don't have much left because this movie did not um, really lend itself Do it for you. to note-taking. And by that, I mean it took forever to get to the point. Like, the movie's called Mad Max. Throughout the entire movie, up until about, let's see. Um, One hour. Let's see. Maybe about 15 seconds, minutes. If you want to know. Maybe about 15 <laughs> minutes left in the movie. 17, 17 Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I did actually wrote it down. <laughs> I, said the, I was like, this happened 17 minutes left in the movie. <laughs> I don't see Mad Max in this movie. I see Max. I see slightly overworked and a little on edge, Max. Yeah. Um, a little bit disappointed, Max. You know, like, My best thinking, died, rethinking, his, rethinking his career, rethinking his career, Max, but never Mad Max. You know, I'm expecting this guy in Road Warrior and... You know, just like, oh, this is Mad Max, and it's in Australia, and this is, you know, all this stuff. No, it's just, it's, it's, it's normal guy you run on, you know, run into on the side of the road and say, hey, Bill, Max, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, this, uh, that's, that's, I mean, it takes forever to get to the point. It's 55 minutes left into the movie. There's still no Mad Max, only slightly stressed out Max. Bad biker people show up at Max's cabin. 20 minutes left in the movie. Mm -hmm. Bikers kill Max's wife on the road. 
17 minutes left in the movie. That's where you see Mad Max. That's where it starts. I mean, the whole like description of the movie made it seem like this this thing, like this thing that was going to cause him to turn mad. Taken or uh, the, the, the one that Keanu's in where they kill his dog. What's the one? John, John Wick. Wick. Oh, what's so, the one, guys? John Wick, yes. Yeah. Mad Max, John Wick. You know, it, it, you, that's what you feel, and you watch the movie, and you're like, "Oh no, it's it's not that at all." He's he's just he's just kind of walking around. It's like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's it's you know, the way the movie seemed is like with all the descriptions and everything. This is Mad Max. This is how it started. Gang members kill his wife and kid, and I'm like, okay, I'm expecting that like first twenty thirty minutes in the movie, and the rest hour. Or so I'm expecting him to methodically hunt them down. Not within 15 minutes left in the movie for him to just run over a few of them with his car. And by the way, the 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 main biker dude, when his eyes popped out of his head before <laughs> hitting the semi, that was just absolutely <laughs> ridiculous and overkill. I mean, like completely popped out. He of was his head. that scared. He was it's that like, scared. I mean, it would is it surprise him enough that his eyes literally completely <laughs> projectiled out of his skull before he hits the truck. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just, it's, you gotta be, it was a letdown. For that to yeah. I mean, <laughs> I would think, I would think instead of eyes coming out of the head, shit would be coming out of the ass. All right. <laughs> if, if you turn around, if you turn around and you see a semi truck coming at you, would you, you you wouldn't be like, oh god, you'd be like, oh shit. <laughs> I mean, this movie. I mean, it was just, it was a waste. It was a waste. I'm, I'm glad I finally watched it. That way, I can say I watched it, and now I can watch the second and third, and maybe feel better about myself knowing that Max was just a normal everyday kind of guy who had a wife and kid and lived in a, you know, beautiful, like, you know, surrounded house, you know, just like with the woods and like everything. And just, yeah. Mad Max, disappointing Max. It's fair. That's my notes. All right. I skipped through a lot of, I skipped through a lot of nonsense in this movie. Like I, I sit there and fast forwarded because I was like, okay, nothing's happening. Click, click, click. Still nothing's happening. <laughs> so I'm going to address that. Um, I have never proposed this before, but tonight what I recommend is I want to read through every wood, every bit of my notes because it's so chronological. I'm going to read through my notes, which kind of echoes what TJ has, and we'll refrain from comment till the very end of it. And then Mr. Cack and TJ, you can kind of throw in me. TJ... For those of you who don't know, me and TJ think on the same wavelength. There's a lot of things we agree on that we don't we don't have to talk to each other about. It's just we've known each other for so long that we kind of feel the same way. So TJ's actually touched on a lot of these points. I've got a couple things that I kind of throw in because I think are interesting. But for the most part, this is a chronological thing. And that's why I wanted to kind of let, let me read through it. And then we'll discuss, and I think you guys will appreciate it. Let her rip. Shall we? Let me readjust my chair here. All right, so first point. I do like Brian May's 1979 classic horror 
music feel very fast strings on a violin and a cello you know it's all over the place it's very friday the 13th and i was like brian may from queen no it's not he was an aussie and he died in 1997 brian may the physicist and doctor is still alive who plays for queen anyways google that so opening scene very fast and furious very drawn out and cheesy but still kind of exciting Get you into the movie. You're like, okay, all right, let's go. This is going to be a good movie. This opening scene, even though they kind of drag it out for a little bit, it it has promise. And then it was all downhill after that. Here we go. 20 minutes in. I'm not sure of the plot. It's supposed to be post-apocalyptic, but there <laughs> seems to be no indication of that other than roving band of motorcycle outlaws. Next point. 30 minutes in. Still unsure of plot. Still not post-apocalyptic. <laughs> Just some Aussies weirdly, uh, some Aussies with their weirdly, weirdly designed bikes and cars. Next point. Forty minutes in, still not sure of the point. This is a really boring movie. <laughs> Mad Max has yet to get mad. And we continue. One hour in, and still nothing has really happened. Note: somebody, nobody seems to care about the baby. <laughs> And this is a point for me. <laughs> this is a thing that just jumped out to me. So Mad Max is supposed to be married, and they've got this little infant child. Because apparently he gets run over by a motorcycle and dies. Are you talking about the point where the kid's playing with the gun? No, just any point where there's oh. a kid. You forget there's a kid because they're like, they're like, hey, why don't you go on a two-week vacation, mate? And they're like, all right, let's go. And so they like drive around everywhere, and it's just him and his wife, and da da da. And they pull up in a field, and they frolic out there in the sunshine. The next thing they go, they got a kid. It's kind of like, where's this baby been? Who, where have they been keeping this baby? All of a sudden, now there's a baby. And then when she goes to the beach, and they find her, and she's running through the woods. She gets back to the house, and the grandma's like, oh, there, there, miss, it's okay, sit on the couch. And all of a sudden, after she's like, oh, oh, my son, <laughs> she runs out to a little little blanket with some toys. It's like, where's your 18-month-old? Where's the baby? The, I feel like the baby is just like both parents. And I even wrote, <laughs> uh, at times you forget they have a baby. Because he's rarely on camera. Bad parents. <laughs> That's one thing yeah. that jumped out for me. It's like they've got this little son, and and they just don't care. <laughs> there was there was oh, one scene the where the kid that. was sitting on the ground. The there, this kid was sitting on the on the floor, and he had a freaking revolver in his mouth. I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's like really, <laughs> yep. <laughs> and but then but. But even after that, you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm horrified. In the next 14 scenes, it's just him and his wife gallivanting around all of, you know, Melbourne. And there's no child in sight. And they're like, let's pull off in this field, eh, and go out there and fornicate, eh? You know, they, they run out in the field with blankets, and you don't know what happens next. And they're sitting on a cottage on the beach, and he's holding a cane. He's like, oh, don't be lied. You know, and where's the baby? <laughs> it's like the baby is... They just strategically place the baby anytime they need you to feel something. They didn't really have a baby, maybe. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> I don't know. at that point, just, it drove me nuts because I had to go back and rewatch it and see all the points where it's kind of like, oh, they do have a son. Where's the son? Baby. <laughs> Did no they baby. leave him with baby. grandma? Oh, no. He, they, just, they just threw him in the back of the damn El Camino or whatever they're in, station wagon. And they're just like, oh, you just sit back there with the dog, boy. You just sit back there with the dog. All right. To Australia, man. <laughs> Next it's a hell point. of a thing. <laughs> One hour, 
15 minutes and 38 seconds with 17 minutes to go, <laughs> Max finally gets mad. The revenge. Hang on. Hey, wait. Hey, yes, he gets mad. He's like, I just crumpled my nose. He gets mad. And then, but what do you do in 17 minutes? So the revenge is very rushed and very anticlimactic. It was just like, he's like, well, now I'm mad. Now I'm going to kill them all. So what's he do? He finds them all. He runs six or seven of them off the road. He shoots one after getting shot in the leg. He chases the one insane guy in the group down and, you know, blows him up with the car. It's, it's just like, where did, oh, did this, this all happening too fast? It's, it's just, it needs to. There, there was no time for it to develop. The whole movie, you had time for all of this to develop, but you didn't do that. You were just like, no, let's just keep talking and let's set his friend on fire. And he's not really sure how he feels. So now he'll go visit Perth, you know, or some other city in Australia and find a kangaroo or something, you know. And then uh, so this. OK, final note, the movie took forever to get going. And I'm not sure why anybody liked it <laughs> or how this or how this was even enough to get two more movies. <laughs> but now I have to watch them again. <laughs> yeah. So there, you know, it, hang on. I'm going to pull a Jim Rome. Take that, clones. There's Mad Max. Take that, clones. But anyways, I just, I just, when, we, when TJ said Mad Max, I was like, hell yes, Mad Max. I would seen Mad Max in forever. I don't guess I'd seen Mad Max. I'd watched Beyond Thunderdome 14 times, apparently, because mm -hmm. I was like, Mad Max, uh, he's not mad. He's not even upset. Uh, he's <laughs> kind of a weenie. Weenie oh, Max. Yeah. Oh, hang on. Wait, wait, wait. He's upset Max. He's upset Max. His best friend got set on fire. He's upset Max. Agitated. Oh, he's quitting the force now. He's quitter Max. Now he's, you know, divorced Max because his wife is dead and losing her arm. That was a savage scene. Um, and then he finally got mad. And when he got mad, he was like, he still was kind of a bitch. I mean, excuse me. <laughs> no, but he was. <laughs> he's like, he drives up on him and he sees the guy in the field. He's like, I'll investigate. So he gets shot. He gets ran over. And then the other guy was like, no, I'm going to run him over. I know what I'm doing, Night Ranger. Rides back up, and then you know, Max hits him with a shotgun, and the other guy drives off, and he chases him down the car. The whole thing was just kind of like, and I and I I mean this from the bottom of my heart. How could anybody enjoy this movie? <laughs> it wasn't good. There's nothing good about it. Yeah, there's it's not an action one movie. good thing about this movie. It was horrible, uh, and I'm so sorry. To I think it to was. It's it's listed like as an action movie, but there's no action it's in not, it. It's not. It's not. It's like it, it's, it's it's Mopey Max. I mean, it's... Mopey. <laughs> Somebody you gave TJ a cigar. <laughs> Mopey it's, Max. It's, I like it. Well, I saw I mean, the best I... friend. Do I? So I want to quit. I know someone's killed my wife and child. Now I'm gonna run him down in the car. I'm mad, you see. <laughs> I'm mad, you see, mate. Yeah. Where are the kangaroos? Not one kangaroo in this film, by the way. Not one. Man, like seriously, like a hello, film like hello? a film like Mad Max, you would honestly expect Mel Gibson to fight a kangaroo at some point. <laughs> yeah. You don't fight kangaroos. I'm kangaroos mad, fight well, you, mad, and you bro. don't like it when they fight you. Well, I'm mad, Roo. Don't you start with me. I'm mad, you, Roo. You don't, you don't go out to the body of water with a kangaroo. The Roo take you down, drown you. <laughs> I'm glad to see our Aussie accents are on point tonight. <laughs> Missed you, Dad. All Missed you, too, Manager One, my son, my boy.
my lad. Manager Juan, we're talking about a movie that is probably a good 30 years older than you. So welcome to the conversation. <laughs> it's on Netflix. Go watch it. Don't. Don't go watch it. No. Well, no, you have. No. Hell I, no. No. I, we Go watch it. It's on Netflix. Go watch it. Go watch it. Yes. Go watch it on Netflix. I, I watched all the way up until the point where uh, his bald boss was like, you need to go take a vacation. And he's like, all right. Water, water me plants, yeah? I'm he's like, all right. Water me plants, yeah, son. Nah, he's watering his plants. He's got, a, he's got totally no shirt real. and a scarf on. It's totally normal to see your best friend burned alive, mate. I'm just going to water me plants, yeah? Why don't you take a few weeks off? Go see the cows. Take the missus with you and the baby that you don't have. It's it's just like they're at like a crime scene. Excuse like, me while I trip my mustache. They're just at a crime scene. He's like, well, I hear a gang coming after you, and he's like, well, I think I'm going to take a break. And he's like, oh, I think that should, should do that. And he's like, well, it's going to be about a week. And he's like, gone. She's like, what? <laughs> what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> so I, I stopped right there. I heard I heard the singing. I'm like, all right, Goose is about to die. I'm stopping here, and I'm just going to go all the way until it gets to the scene where his wife and uh, child get run over. And then I'm gonna, and I'm just gonna watch it from there. And like, yeah, oh, yeah. So the so, entire so movie friend, passes for me to get to that point. His friend, the his friend, the the goose that burnt was that goose. That's goose. That's goose. 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 Yeah, it was goose. Yeah, was. you know, he's he's a motorcycle cop, but apparently he can't ride a damn motorcycle because he just drove off the road and then just jumped right. off his motorcycle. And then like <laughs> someone shows up with a truck and he's like, "I'll bring it back later." <laughs> or something and then what happens he drives off the damn road yeah, again again it's like can you cut this out guy, the whole the whole 10 guy. minutes of him just riding a motorcycle and you thinking oh someone's gonna come up on him and they're gonna kill him. nope he just drove off the road no no nope, right. he just drove off the road twice <laughs> <laughs> this guy should not be a cop well, listen, if I, get too, job, if, I get, if I get too wreck, I'll just get me a Joey to bring me a Toey, and I'll just drive back in. Get me a Joey to bring me a Toey. Hey, you me throw out some interesting trivia notes? Let's do it. So, most of, most of the bikers in the film are actual members of a motorcycle club. They, they drove in because they were not paid to have, like, their motorcycles brought in. So they would be driving from parts unknown to make it to the shooting location because Australia is a death trap. Uh, and uh, that's what they were working with. Again, it wasn't intended, it wasn't intended to be post-apocalyptic. It's just that Australia looks post-apocalyptic in most of the rural areas. So they're just like, well, screw it. We can't doll up these buildings. Uh, so we'll go with there. Any doors that were broken were not prop doors. They were actual wooden doors, and the actors had to hit them as hard as they could to break them. <laughs> explains the bad acting. You got concussions. Yep. Yes. Yep. Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, most of the extras used were paid in beer, which seems pretty Australian to me. Australian all the way, mate. And then, uh, let's see. All of the stunt driving, or not, not all of it, but most of the stunt driving for this film was not used via permit and was highly illegal and they were constantly using different methods to try to get out of being arrested <laughs> australia they don't want us to film here i think <laughs> they can't get film here in these cars we got because the blinkers the blinkers won't work 
Uh, Aussie police right. told us to so, go to New Zealand. <laughs> it, yeah, we gotta, we're going to sneak in with the Kiwis this week. Before we transition to the next movie, it is now that time in the Rage You Nerd Spotlight where Jared oh, wait, goes before and you go, peace. Before you go. Yes. This is what we're going to do now. At the end of films, we're going to give a rating, and then I'll, I'm going to doll it up in some editing for like the YouTube. So, Mad Max, right, I'm going to call your name. You give me your rating, and you use whatever What's scale you scale? want. Yeah, okay. you use whatever scale you want. Uh, is it A to F? A to F? It's whatever scale you want. <laughs> this is, you know, everyone else does this, and we don't ever rate stuff. So this is just like that's true. This is just true, like true, this true. is just like you know we're just we're we're selling our soul to do this. So okay, make it whatever all you right, want. All right. All, All right. right, Jared. All right, Mad Max. What is your rating? Rate you nerd. <laughs> it is. It is. Ha <laughs> ha. Rate you nerd. Um. So I, I don't think you have any choice to give this movie a C. And the reason why I say a C is because for whatever reason they made two more, and it is because it's still a cult classic for some reason. I don't know that the other two were way better. Well, Beyond Thunderdome was awesome. I don't remember the Road Warrior. I'm going to watch that tomorrow. Um, but hopefully it's... I, I, I feel like I remember it being better than this. More post-apocalyptic. It's post-apocalyptic. But the reason it gets a C... It only gets a C because of where... You know, you're making remakes of this now. It is a cult classic. They made a freaking video game after it which was very boring just like the movie also but that's that's you just drove around it's like i guess i'll get gas <laughs> mad max video i don't know game. what's going on what happens? Another well we lost a baby me. Just, we lost a baby i'm gonna find the baby game. we're gonna find the baby um, but uh, that's the only reason it gets a C because if, if it were not for that if this was some obscure movie that we reached out to find I would give it an F, but the only reason it gets a C is because it has somehow, and I don't know why, established some kind of dominance in this cult classic phenomenon. And 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 if that's people, if people like it, I mean, they're obviously my opinion is just my opinion. Yeah, there's people that probably watch this and said, "Hey, this is the greatest movie of all time." Mm-hmm. No, they didn't. Um, it was the most prominent. Did <laughs> so. So, I, and that's I'm in the middle. It's a, it didn't fail. It didn't pass. C. All right. Well, I, which I guess is passing. Travis. So what, you ever you, take those you surveys? This? You ever think to take those surveys and it's like strongly agree or strongly disagree, disagree, neutral, agree, strongly agree. I like so my, my rating, yeah. my rating system is this movie is worth a watch. I'm going to say strongly disagree. That is my rating. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, I right, will give. Cool. I will give. Right, this... I could say agree if something happened, or even just like neutral disagree or neutral mm-hmm. if something actually happened in this movie that made it worth a watch. But no, it's Mad Max. But it's not Mad Max. It's just Max. Yeah, it's just it's Max. Max. They could have just called it Max. You could have just called it Hey Highway Patrol Guy Max. You know, could have just called it Highway Patrol because I don't even think Max yeah. is like the main focal point for most of it. So, yeah, so I'm going to say, you know, in a, in a scale of strongly disagree to strongly agree, this movie was a good movie, strongly disagree. And that's Travis rating this nerd. Uh, uh, Mr. Cack, rate you nerd, and my rating is out of stars. Out of five stars, I give this two stars, which for Australian is five stars. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
There you go. That was Mad Max. We did it. We we got right. through Mad Max. Good job, boys. We we'll got take through Mad Max.